Well, hello, and welcome to Noah's Window. I'm Mary Alice Hoover, and in case you're new here, just a real quick introduction. Noah's Window is a devotional that began at the beginning of the COVID shutdown back in 2020. And um, so many people wrote and asked us to keep it going. We've kept it going uh, this up to now even, and there, we're way over 300 episodes. So thank you for all your encouragement as we keep this going. So we just want to be a blessing to you and share just a verse or two, just a, a thought that might encourage you at the beginning of your day or whenever you have a chance to listen or watch. So right now we're in the middle of a series and we're talking about verses behind the songs that our worship team does at New Spring. Now today I'm going to do something a little different because we've been talking about songs that we sing, you know, on a, kind of in the regular rotation. But today I want to talk to you about a special song. And once in a while there's something just really special. Um, I'm sure you have these in your life and this one is a very special song in, in our life, Mark and mine. And so I want to give you the story behind it first. So um, in 2004, we were having a really rough year. It was, <laughs> what is that old saying? The best of times and the worst of times. God was doing some fantastic things. He was taking us in a brand new direction. And we were seeing God work. We, I remember um, it was around Christmas that Mark handed me a curriculum for kids, uh, a kids curriculum for church. And he said, um, I want you to... See if you can make this happen at at the time our, our church name was Messiah. Um, and this was pretty radical. It was we had we were at that point we're a very traditional church. And um, anyway, this was gonna be pretty radical. It was interactive, it was upbeat, it was high energy, and it was something brand new that our kids had never experienced it at our church before. So I gathered together a team. We started meeting every week and making plans, and we had uh, pushed towards a launch date of early June. I believe it was June the 6th when we were going to start that year. And uh, as, the, as the months and the weeks began to progress in 2004, we began to see um, Satan come at us with his attacks. Now, early in that year, God was really leading Mark to rethink a lot of things. And one of those, the most important thing was that we needed to rethink everything we were doing so that what we did would speak to people who were walking in our doors and were spiritually unresolved, came in the doors spiritually broken, confused, hurting, needing help. Those are the people we wanted to focus on, not being a, a club of people that were all the same and just patting each other on the back. We wanted to completely change our focus to do what we believe God wants the church to do, and that is to reach the broken. And so we started just really changing things, just how we looked at things and, and how we loved people and and how we used language and using the language that would everybody could understand, not just the insiders could understand. Uh, we even encouraged people to dress in a more casual way so that people who came in our doors dressed casually wouldn't feel uncomfortable because we were all dressed up and they weren't. So it was a lot of different things with this one goal in mind to rethink what we were doing to be more effective or to even become effective to reach people who really needed the message that we have been entrusted with. So again, as the as the weeks and months progressed, Satan's attacks started heating up. And by the time we got into March, he was he was in full swing. So that particular year, pretty much every member of our family went through some sort of a crisis. Our children, our parents, um, it just it would go on and on. 
there were um, there were difficulties and complexities that were happening at the church as changes started happening there was a, a an anger a resentment um, the people that we had known and loved for almost 20 years turned against us and um, wanted wanted us to leave um, said things very hurtful things about Mark and we started getting hate mail at our house anonymous hate mail of course most people who send hate mail don't have the courage to sign their name but it was getting difficult um, our, our um, my mother had a second major stroke and ended up moving up here so uh, that added another level of challenge to my world taking care of her along with we still had a, a young son at home and he was having health issues. I mean, it just went on and on. There, there, I can't even, I could write a book on 2004, honestly. And as we got into the summer, it seemed like it was getting worse. And at one point, um, Mark was so um, heavy with the burdens that he fasted for six weeks and prayed and fasted and just really sought the Lord to make sure we were going the right direction, that we were within God's will because the attacks were so uh, hurtful and so hard and and so difficult. I remember being at the place where when I would wake up in the morning, I would I would open my eyes and think, what will it be today? What, what attack will we encounter today? As we got late into the summer, uh, we had a staff member that left. It had nothing to do with the transition. And that's the other thing. When, when you're going through these difficult things, things sort of morph. And so we lost a key staff member. We had a very small staff still back then. And this key staff member uh, left a big hole, and as was um, had happened in the past, uh, most of the time when there's a hole, Mark fills it, and so he did. But it was um, it was really difficult going through what he was already going through, and then adding huge responsibility. And I remember at that point, he even reached out to a close family member to ask for help, and was turned down. And I think that was like the uh, in a, in a way, it was almost like the last straw. Um, so when all this was happening and we were desperately searching for the person that could fill this position, uh, in all of that, we reached out to a church in Texas um, and just asked for some time to come and, and uh, be able to express what we were going through, maybe look for some suggestions and some encouragement. So they welcomed us with open arms and we went down to this church in Texas and while Mark talked to the worship director there, I, I sat out with the secretary. And while we were chanting, she said, you know, tonight is choir rehearsal. Would you guys like to just come and sit in the choir rehearsal? And we said, oh, absolutely. We would love that. Now, you'd have to understand, at this point in time, we had a choir at, at New Spring. It was Messiah at that point. But we had a choir. I think we might have had 35 maybe voices. At this church, they had a choir with more than 500 voices. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a rehearsal room with a choir with that many voices, but just the acoustics and the power of those voices would just just soak into you. It was just um, an experience within itself. So I remember we, we um, uh, went into that rehearsal room. They, they allowed us to just pick up the music and we went and we, we sat towards the back. It was, it was tiered steps. And so we were up at the back, um, uh, up high at the back and we're just feeling privileged to even be there for one thing they had so many people that were involved in this choir that they actually didn't have enough seats so there were actually choir members sitting on the stairs that went up the risers and the room was absolutely packed 
And as they got started and they started going through the different songs, most of them we had not heard before, they began to sing a song. And it was from the book of Psalms, chapter 3. And as they sang that song, <clears throat> sorry, as they sang that song, it was as if God took his arms and just caressed us and said, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And let me tell you about this psalm. This psalm is a psalm of David, and it was written at a time that was very painful in his life. His own son had turned against him. Now, if you know the story, you know there's, it's a very complex story. A lot had been going on. Part of it was David's fault, possibly. Um, but it was still very painful. And David loved his son who turned against him. And it was so hard. But at this point, when this psalm is written, David is actually running for his life. And he's running for his life because his, of what his son is doing. So at this moment, as he's running for his life, he writes this psalm. Oh Lord, I have so many enemies. So many are against me. So many are saying God will never rescue him. That hurts. You know, we heard that during those days, telling us that, that God was against what we were doing. And, you know, when, when your life's calling is ministry and following God, you have to stop and think, are they right? Could that be? Um, and clearly, as God has blessed over these years, we know that God was leading us. Those were just attacks. But what a hurtful thing when you are someone whose, whose whole life is dedicated to following God. Going on to verse 3. But you, O Lord, are a shield around me. You are my glory, the one who holds my head high. You know, when life gets really heavy, you know what happens? Our head sinks. And this is a wonderful picture of God reaching down and lifting our head. Lifting our head. He goes on to say, I cried out to the Lord, and he answered me from his holy mountain. I lay down and slept, yet I woke up in safety, for the Lord was watching over me. I'm not afraid of 10,000 enemies who surround me on every side. So this song, and uh, we, you know, a few times over the last several years, our worship team has pulled this together and brought together a team that would do the choral part of this. And I don't know if it means so much to anybody else like it does to us but i gotta tell you um every time we hear this song it takes us back to that place where god said you're on the right track keep going your enemies aren't going to win it's what i'm doing just keep following me and knowing that he is the shield around us you know, one of the reasons that's so important is if we're doing God's will, the attacks really aren't against us personally. They're against God. And we're only catching those because we're doing what God wants us to do. So wherever Noah's window finds you today, whatever difficulties you might be facing, if you are committed to following God, I guarantee you Satan is going to come after you. And sometimes even the people that you love the most are going to criticize you and question you. And and abandon you but just remember it's God who's the lifter of our head it's God who's the shield around us just keep following 
Keep following. Don't let Satan win. Just keep following. I hope that will encourage you today. Let's have a word of prayer. Oh, Father, thank you so much for that sweet memory and that sweet day back in 2004 where you just lifted us what seemed like just wings of angels you lifted us in encouragement and I pray for everyone who's listening or watching today that as they listen to this song and I pray they'll listen to this song that they too will feel that encouragement in their life to keep following you to not give up to not be discouraged to not let Satan win but to know that you're the lifter of our head I just pray that you would work in each and every life, that you would intervene and bring about resolutions, that you'd bring wisdom and healing and provision, all the things that are needed in each and every life of those who are watching or listening. But Father, most of all, thank you. Thank you that you are powerful and that you are our shield and that we can rely on you when the attacks are coming. And we just so are, are so grateful and thankful because you are a good God. And we love you, Father. We pray all these things today in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I pray that you're having a wonderful day, and I pray that you'll listen to this song. Let it bless your heart. I believe it will. And we'll look forward to seeing you again soon here on Noah's Window. God bless.